So today's daf is daf non beis, page fifty-two. In the Heilige Mesachas Nazir, we are towards the bottom of Nun Aleph Amud Beis. Okay, so we're about uh, three quarters of the way down. We'll call it two thirds of the way down on Nun Aleph Amud Beis, and we're up to Ba'i Rava. It is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten lines from the bottom. The last two words on the line, Ba'i Rava. Now we're in the middle of a, a series of questions, a series of shilas concerning corpse dust, where we said, we learned that in order for corpse dust to give off tumma and to cause a nazir to enter tumma protocol, it has to be the nazir and the nazir alone that is obligating the, uh, a nazir and a nazir alone that's obligating, uh, I'm sorry, not a nazir alone, uh, one corpse alone and nothing else involved with it. That's uh, that's causing the that's connected with the corpse dust. Boy, Rabba, here give Kishuchai. If one of his limbs rotted while the guy's neshama was with him, so while he was alive, so a body got amputated or fell off while he's still alive and decayed. Vachazar umes, and then he dies. Mahu, what is the halacha? How do you view the corpse dust? Okay, because his body was incomplete, but now at the time that he died, but Lamaisa, you have the whole body now together. Let's say he was buried. In the same place where the limb was buried. Ki gemiri rekev. Where the Rabbanon say. The halachas of corpse dust. The irkiv kishu mace. Where everything decayed at the time that he actually died. That the neshama left him. Aydom or perhaps. Hashtam The bottom line is. That now his whole body has decomposed. So now you have the corpse dust. And it should give off toma. That's the shayla. Okay. So Gemara so, this doesn't have. Sigmar says, come and listen. Let's try to answer the Shiloh. This that we say that a Kezayis of Mace gives off Tomah. That is when you have most of the bones, a quarter <laughs> cover the bones, and a spoonful of corpse dust. Taimar Bechai. Are you going to say the same thing by a live person? Meaning. What happens if you have a kazayas of a live person that gets ripped off and then the person only passes away late, uh, uh, later on? The reason why we said that um, one specific limb of a body does not give off toma is because the guy is still alive. His neshama is still around in this world. So maybe the limb of the person won't give off toma. But once he does pass away eventually, it would seem there would be halachas of corpse dust, even though what's happening is that part of it decayed while he was alive, and the remain and the remaining uh, decay happened after he passed away. La harmisa. So it doesn't need to be at all decayed. La harmisa. Let's challenge this. Mika Tani Hamais did it say? But if he were to be dead, then it would give off tuma. No. Maybe the Chiddush of the Mishnah is to be that in general, anytime you have somebody who's passed away, that body will have the halachas of Rekev. But as long as uh, the, the limb was amputated at the time that a person is alive, it will have uh, no connection to Tomas Korpsos. Meaning, in order for it to be Tomei for Korpsos, Tomei has to be on a mace. If your neshama is here and you're alive and kicking in this world, there's, there's no tumma on that from here forever 
that thing is never going to be connected to corpse dust. Okay, we don't have a raya. We don't have a proof either way. We don't have a raya. But there's two ways to view it. Okay. Boy, Rav. Rav asked the question. Boy, Rav. Rav is searching for information. Get ready for this. Chavra. It'll blow your mind. Nemola shechasra mahu. What is the halacha of an ant that's missing a leg? Okay. Now, what do you mean halacha of an ant missing a leg? You're not allowed to eat a kazayas of tray food, right? You cannot even eat less than a kazayas of tray food if it's a barrier, if it's an entire creation. So if you eat a whole bug, even though it's less than the shear of an olive, it's usr. Chayav. It's completely, it's a big problem, even though it's not a kazayas. It's a double chashav. We're asking, once we're dealing about missing limbs, what happens if I eat an ant that's missing a leg? Shiura gemirila. Do we say that you need to eat the entire berry, the entire creation at once, and once it's missing a leg, it's considered like it's lacking, and you're not going to be chayav. Or did they say that it's as if you ate an entire creation, and this is considered an ant even with a missing leg. Yeah? Is it an ant? It's an ant. just doesn't have as many legs as other ants. All right? That's an interesting shayla. For a bug to be considered a, an entire creation, what happens if it's missing a small part of it? That's the shayla. Amar Rav Yehuda, top of today's daf. Here we go. Amar Rav Yehuda, meet this card. Rav Yehuda, this card says, Toshma. Come and listen. We will try to answer from here. It says in the Torah Bohem that if a person comes into contact with one of the shrutzim, one of the creepy, crawly creatures, he's going to be tamei if touching a dead sheretz. Yachol bekulon. I would say you're tamei if you touch when it's complete, a complete sheretz, Talmud Leimar Mayhem. Therefore it says, from a sheretz, even if you touch part of a sheretz, you're going to be tummy. There's eight rodents that if you touch them, a person, uh, a person becomes uh, tummy. So Gemara says, Mayhem, if I would say that you touch something from them, Yachom Mekzosan, I would say you become tummy for a smallest piece. Talmud Leimar Bohem, it says, you know, even if you touch something that's in them. So what does that mean? Yeah, in other words, Part of it does go to Tumah, part of it does go to Tumah. How does this pan out? Two contradictory parts, two contradictory ways to read the Pasuk. Okay, Tzad, how, how do we uh, explain this? You become Tumah if you touch part of the Sheretz that is similar to the entire Sheretz. Meaning, it has to be hush of enough part of the Sheretz that you'll say, this is the rodent. You can identify. This is the rat. Yeah, this is a rat. Uh, it's a rat with a missing leg. Peseder. That's going to give off Tumah. But if you have a tail of something, a tail, it, you can't identify it. It's not, not a double chashu part of it. And the chum say that if it has the size of a lentil, because a chaymet, which is one of the smallest type of shiratzim, is, is um, the size of a lentil when it is born. So we know that at least that measurement can give off tumah. Okay, so there's eight rodents. One of these rodents, machlekes exactly what the chaymet is. It might be some sort of uh, lizard. Okay, so this this lizard, when it's created, starts out very small. If it dies, you're going to be tummy for touching it because it, it's the size of a lentil. So the chum say that any sheretz that you touch, if it's this size, is going to give off tumma. You learn from here that there is a specific amount. For a uh, for a sheretz to become tummy, okay. And what's that minimum amount? The size of a kadasha, the size of a lemon. All right, Amar of Shmaya. So even if you can't identify 
what kind of animal it is, but if it is a piece of an animal... That's identifiable, of a sheretz. That's Kadosha, you're right, that's just Kadosha. If it's the size of a uh, sheretz, that's Kadosha, it'll, it'll, it'll give off tumor. Kadosha? A, a lentil. The size of a lentil, okay? Now, um... Yeah, now let's pause for a minute. Why did we quote this, Bryce? Because we had a question about an ant missing a leg. So now how do we connect it? What's the point? So we had, we had a Shaila, an ant missing a leg, and now we quoted a whole Bryce about a Sheretz, um, a part of a Sheretz, the size of a lentil, giving off Tum. So Gabara wants to say that since there's a minimum size of a Sheretz, there is a status, a, a chashivas, given to something that's a small part to be chashiv. Even the size of a lentil of a sheretz is going to be, uh, is going to be a davar chashiv. So Baruch wants to say, same, same thing by an ant. It's missing a leg, but that leg should be considered like a lentil size, something chashiv. And now that a leg fell off, you didn't eat an entire ant. Because the smallest part of something can take away its status. I'm sorry, the smallest part of something can itself be considered a creation. Okay? So now we're going to say you did not eat an entire ant. Ah, he's only missing one leg. Yeah, but even a, even a leg is considered a part of a, a creation. And now I didn't eat the whole ant. So am I, is it usher? It's usher. It's not kosher. But you're not going to be chayav malchus. Amar Shmaya Shmaya says that there's not necessarily a proof, a proof to ants because keep eating on shira. When do we need a shear? Bidaloi habakadosha lemitami. As far as a, a sheretz, if it's not the size of a lentil, won't give off tuma. Because there's no neshama involved in the size of a lentil. If you if the the size of a lentil of a of a uh, sheretz falls off, nothing's going to be happening. Nothing. Uh, the the at least if it's larger than the baby size, nothing's going to impact it. Avol nafla but neshama, but something, something that had neshama, loy, maybe we will not, um, it will not be needed for it to be called a creation, and therefore we still have a question. Let's pause and explain how he's knocking off the answer. What he's saying is as follows. This proof that the size of a lentil of a sheretz is considered chashuv, is only because, let's call it a lizard. Let's say this temed, the chomet, I'm sorry. Let's say the chomet is a lizard, okay? So, the smallest amount was a lentil, adasha. And therefore we said, oh, even the size of adasha will give off. But says Rav Shmaya, one second, why are you choosing a lentil? Because a baby lizard, if it dies, complete, is going to give off tumah. That shear of a lizard is when there's chashivas, that the, the shear of a lizard being a lentil is when there's a chashivas to that lentil size. If that entire lentil size dies, this lizard, we'll call it, is dead. But who says that when an ant loses a leg, that that leg is going to be elevated to the status of like an ashama? Like its mom is called a creature, it's called a creation? It's a leg of an ant. So it'll hop around. How many legs does an ant have? Eight. Eight. It'll hop around on seven legs instead of eight. As, when it co- in other words, when it co- like this. When it comes to Hilchas Tumah, the size of Adasha is Mamish Nagea Lamaisa. 
because if, if I have a baby lizard that's the size of a lentil, it will give off Tumah. It's dead. It's a dead Sheretz. There was a Neshama, now there's no Neshama. It's dead. There's Tumah. And there's just a leg. Who says that a smallest shear of something that's not vital, that's not a vital part of something, is considered chashuv? Hence, bottom line is, we don't have a proof from the laws of Sheretz to what would be the halacha if a person eats an ant missing a leg. Okay. This guy invited uh, his pen centipede out to lunch. He's waiting well, for a long time. He, he said, tells him, no, we're going out to eat. Centipede's well, taking a long time. He's like, hey, come on. He says, I'm putting on my shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah? All right. Here we go. All right. We said that if he, uh, the, if the nausea touches the spine or the skull of a corpse, he also enters Tommy protocol. Ibaidu, that's the question searching for information. Shadra Gogailis Nan, a mission the Sedra and Ogogailis. Does it mean together, the spine and the skull? Idoma Aishadra Ogogailis. Or is it separate? Okay. Amarava Rava says, Toshmakamalisin, Shadra Shagirad Raiv. If you have a spine, um Shagirad, it was broken, Raiv il in most of the bones Shaba that are in it. Tahira, it's going to remain tahar. Meaning, if somebody touches it, he's tahar. Because it's considered a broken spine. It's not considered, um, uh, it's not considered a spine if the bones are cracked. Right? Won't be considered a spine. Ubekever, but if it's in the grave, afilu mishuberas oimifarekas, then it doesn't make a difference. Even if it's missing bones, the spine's missing bones, even if some of the bones are cracked, it's going to give off tumma tumeya bepnei hakever. It's going to give off tumma bepnei hakever because of the cave. Um, is considered like a uh, no, no. N- not an oil, but the, it, it, the we're going to view the grave as a connecting force. It's going to be a connecting force between everything because this is the normal way for it to go. The way normal way that the body decomposes is like this. The grave keeps it all together, so it's going to for the time of mishum shakira. The reason why why if it's not in the grave, there's going to be tara if the bones are cracked. Um, is because it's cracked. Halagir, let's say the, the bones are not cracked. Tome, it seems that an entire spine would give off tumma. And what was our original Shiloh? Do you need the spine and the skull? You see from here, just the spine alone would give off tumma as long as the bone are, isn't cracked. You see from here, it's the spine or the skull. Says the Gemara, one second. But, I'm sorry, ha, but, like Atani, it doesn't say ha. But without the skull. So how do you know it means the spine without the skull? Maybe it's everything connected. That the top of the spine, it connects to the skull. Maybe the Chiddush is the Chigira Tahira. If it's broken and the, the bones are broken and the spine's broken, it's not connected. Tahir. Idach Sibailach. But the other question about what happens if you have an entire spine but you just don't have a skull, Sibailach, we still have a question. Okay. So we don't have an answer. We want to know again. If you have the spine without the skull, does it give off tumma or do you need both? So Tashma, let's keep trying to answer this. Come and listen. Rabbi Yudai Rabbi Yudai says, she should Rabbi Kiva matam matam. There's six areas that Rabbi Kiva says a situation creates tumma, and the Chachamim say are tohar. Now don't forget this number six. It's going to be an important number. Okay? So there's six places that Rabbi Kiva says tumma yacham seita. And in these six places, Rabbi Kiva ultimately backed out and agreed with the Chachamim 
that it that these situations and these things are tahar. Umaisi, there was a story. Shevia kupa malaya atzamis lebeisgan to shal tarsiim. They once brought a box full of bones to the shoals of the tarsiim. Those who worked in copper, vihini chua baavir, and they they, uh, they 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 didn't cover it. Okay. Now, um, what do you mean they didn't cover it? What that means is they made sure that there was no roof. It wasn't under a roof. The bones were under roof, so nobody who's coming to shul should be tamei oil. They didn't cover okay, the box the and anything. Yeah, the roof. No roof. No roof for the shul. Yeah, yeah. The nichu bavir. The open air. The nichnas tudus harayfiv cholreivmi. Tudus was a doctor came and all doctors with him, and they came to look at the bones. Okay. The uh, apparently this was a halachic. Situation, and they wanted to find out whether they could close the roof. Because if it's not, we'll see what they wanted. But let's make an assumption: if there wasn't the requisite bones there, then they could put a roof over it, and we're fine. Right. It's not going to give off tuma anyway. All right, so that's what they're checking for. Right. So Tudis, the doctor, and he, he was a leading physician, and other doctors came with him. When they said, "Inkan shedra mimes echad." You, you're not, you don't have a complete spine from one mace, and therefore everybody here will be fine anyway. The, the roof could be closed. The reason why everything was tar and fine and dandy is because you didn't have a complete spine from one person. But let's say you would have either the spine or the skull. You'd become from here. That if it would be one complete spine from one person, even without the skull, it would give off tumma. To which the Gemara says, "No, no proof from there either." Loimi boy, Kamar. That psak was a loimi boy, meaning loimi boy. I don't need to tell you that there's for sure. He says for sure there's no spine and skull from one guy. That I know for sure. Said the doctor, "You're not going to have a spine and skull." You don't even have individual. Spine or an individual skull. So if he said it that way, and there's a chance that individual spine without the skull will give off tum. It's a chance. We just don't know. We just don't know. Okay. So we're not sure what the doctor said, like what the to, to figure out what the psak in the story was. If you view it that he wanted to tell us that there was a spine without a skull and therefore you're fine, then that way would be a proof you need a spine and a skull to give off tum. But if he just said you don't have an entire spine. And we're unsure as to now what to do. So then that would be the other way. So we just don't know. We don't, we don't know ultimately what, what it was. Uh, it happens, uh, if you want to know the uh, background, I don't know the full background of the story, but most people come into shul with, you know, a sitter, a machzer, a chumash, whatever reason, they, they brought in a box of bones, whatever, uh, whatever they were trying to uh, figure out over there. We had a... Um, Toshma says Gemara. Let's try to prove it from the six scenarios that Rabbi Akiva and Nachamim originally argued on. Remember, we said Rabbi Akiva and Nachamim originally argued about six cases. Rabbi Akiva said Tame and Nachamim said Tahar, and then Rabbi Akiva backed out. So let's go through the six. What are the six situations? Rabbi Kiva says, about a limb from a mace. That was a combination of two mesim. Okay, how do you have that? So, talk about a, not necessarily an autopsy, but 
let's say uh, for whatever for whatever reason they took two arms from two different people and rebuilt it to create one arm okay they rebuilt it to create one arm well somebody wanted to uh, donate an arm I don't know. You know, there's only half two people. Use your imagine. Use your imagination. So one case is Abram and Amaze. You have a limb from the dead, but it was a combination of two dead bodies. While Abram and Achai or limbs from living people that combined to um, that, that that combined to create one limb that also gives off tuma, says Rabbi Akiva originally. A half a cup of bones that comes from two mason. Okay. Yeah, usually you need a quarter cup of bones to give off tuma. But he says if you have two mason, see, it gives off tuma if it's one person. Right. So he said, so Rabbi Kibber, he said that there's going to be tuma there because each one, you, can get, you could assume it's a quarter from each one. And also if you have a revius of dam that gives off tuma that comes from two mason. So let's say you have blood that oozed out of two mason and it combines and now we have uh, a revius combined. And also if you have the bone the size of a barley seed which will transmit tuma that broken half. Okay? So do these, it, do these small bone pieces give off tuma? And also about the Shedra and the Gilgailas. Okay, we'll see if this is one or two. Rabbi Akiva says, Tomei by Shedra and Gilgailas, by the spine and the skull. And the Chama are going to say, Tar by the spine and the skull. So says the Gemara, now let's articulate our proof. Top of Numbez Amad Beis. Shedra If you're going to tell me that it's a Shedra and Gilgailas separately. So then, Hani Shiva Havyon, you have seven situations that Rabbi Kiva and the Chamim argue again. Why? Because, let's count it out. You ready? Case number one where they argued was Abram and Amase, a limb that was combined from a dead. Case number two was a, a, a limb that came from two live beings. Case number three was a half a cup of bones. Case number four was a revius of blood. Case number five was a broken down barley bone. Case number six is skull and spine. Skull and spine, we said. So the Gemara says, well, from the fact that we're keeping skull and spine together as one story means that you need both the skull and the spine. Because if each one individually would give off Toma, so then you have skull, that's six, and spine is seven. That's going to be the attempted proof. That's why I said remember the number of six because there's going to be seven. So the Gemara says also no proof from the fact that we count six because Kikotani. When did we learn six? Kol hecha depligale rabim. It's six uh, six times that Rabbi Kiva argued with at least six chachamim who were arguing on him. Laafuke etzem kisaira, which excludes the case of an etzem which is the size of a barley. The yachid who the It's only a yachid, an individual that argues on Rabbi Akiva. It's not six. It's uh, it's not six It's only one individual Now who is that? So now we're, we're going to get into that Brisa. Before we get into the Brisa, who argues in Rabbi Akiva? Notice what the Gemara is doing here is as follows. It's telling us that case number five of barley may not be counted as number five because you don't have six Chachamim who argued on Rabbi Akiva there. 
In that case, there was one Chacham Ragnar Mekiva, and therefore, if five is canceled, then what's case number five now? What's the new five? The spine. And what's the new six? Skull. Hence, you'd have no proof. The whole proof was like this. It says they argued six times. He said, oh, if skull and spine are separate, there must be seven. It says, no, 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 cancel out five. Cancel out five. If you cancel out five, I'm, I'm now down to six. Even if I separate skull and spine. You have to logic. Yeah? So, but, but let's see the machlaikas, Rabbi Kiva, and let's see the machlaikas, Rabbi Kiva, and the chum. The tiny, we learned in the price. At some kisaira shnikol chaim. If you have a bone that was the size of a barley, which would give off toma, but it breaks in half. So I now have two parts of a bone together as of the barley, but it's, now it's broken. Rabbi Kiva Matame, Rabbi Kiva says, Tame, Rabbi Yechanan Benuri Metaher. So he's the one Chacham who argues. Viba Yasema. Or you could say, I'll tell you another reason why you have no proof. You don't need to cancel out the case number five of barley. You know what I'll tell you? Uh, uh, what, what else you can cancel out? Kikatani Avram and Ames. That the Brisa is only counting in Avram and Ames, conjoined, not conjoined, uh, built up limbs, they, two, two corpses, and they combine the arms of the corpse to make one limb. That's the case where they argue, Aval Avram and Achai, like a Tani. But there's no argument between Rabbi Kiva and at least six Chachamim about Eber Menachai. You could take that one out. Okay. Delete that. And if you delete that, then again, we're back down to six, even if you split up the skull and the spine. Or you could say, Kikatani, what is the number six? These are talking about situations where the Nazir will will let me see. He'll become Tame. He'll enter Tame protocol for being Tumas Oyel. Remember, we learned yesterday that even though the size of a barley seed of a, bo- of a corpse, will, uh, a bone of a corpse, will give off Tuma, it's not Tumas Oyel. It'll only give off Tuma through touching or through carrying. Maga or Masa. It's not going to give off Tumas Oyel. And therefore, we're only listing cases uh, where, where Tumas Oyel, so we could take out that case. If we take out that case, then again, spine is five. And skull will be six. Another possible way to wiggle out of the uh, of the proof that it's skull and spine are together. Kikatani, when do we list six? de Hadar Bay. We listed six times that Rabbi Kiva ultimately agreed that he was wrong. He ultimately backed out. Now, there's one case where Rabbi Kiva that was listed, that Rabbi Kiva did not ultimately back out of his psak. He held Tame till the end. Lafuke revias damned lehadaber. Bekiva to the end. He never backed out. He always held that if you have a revias of dam of two mason that combine, it's going to give off tuma. Now, how do I know that Rebekiva never backed out of that halacha and he held tame? Even if the revias came from two mason, how do I know he held tame? You should not teach. You do, do not list the case of the Revias Dam as a, as a situation that Rabbi Kiva backed out from because he never backed out over there. He held on to his teaching. And not only did he hold on to his teaching, he brought rayas, he brought proofs that he's correct, that we know Revias Dam, Revias of blood of a mace gives off Toma, even if it's combined with two, he brought a proof. The Pasuk says, Plural. <clears throat> Even if you have blood from two mason, they're going to combine from uh, to to give off tuma. Rav Shimon Aimer, Rav Shimon says you should know ad yamav haya mitame imi shemes chazar bay eni yadeya. He says <laughs> that's beautiful. Ready? 
Rabbi Akiva, till his day of death, always held that a revius of blood from two mason gives off Tumah. He says, if you want to tell me he changed his mind after he died, the Seder. But I know for sure that until his deathbed, he did not back out of that halacha. That halacha certainly remained in place. You want to tell me something happens afterwards? Beseder, Tana, we learned, Hushcharushinov Mipnei Ta'anisov. That uh, Rip Shimon had, had um, um, black teeth. Hushcharushinov. His teeth became black, Mipnei Ta'anisov, because he, he uh, fasted. Okay. Why did he fast? Mepharshamir explained that he felt that it was it was a lack of respect to speak, to speak in a joking way about Rabbi Akiva. You know they say they say. Uh, I mean, currently you know, <coughs> in a lighter way, they say about Shlaima Kalbach. Shlaima Kalbach. People, you, you go to you go to Friday night davening and they start singing these songs for Lechadaydi. Never heard of it. Never. Nobody ever sings for in the world. Yeah, they say. To, to, to new Kalbachnik. A new Kalbachnik. And really, he's, he's performing from the grave, Pushit. Yeah, he's composing new Nugunim. He's not composing new Nugunim. All right, they say it's one. They pulled it out of the archives. All right, so that's one Zach. Nobody's composing the Gunim in the grave. They say about Rav Meisha, somebody said to Rav Meisha Feinstein, um, he was, they quoted, uh, they heard Rav Meisha quoted about a Psak, and they were surprised. So they went to Rav Meisha, and they asked Rav Meisha, is, is it true? So Rav Meisha says, he said, vey. he says, if this is what they're claiming I say when I'm still here, I can only imagine how they're going to quote me when I'm not here. <laughs> right? He's like, at least I'm here to tell you what the right thing is. But even when people are around, people, you misquote and you say this and that. I heard, I asked the Shaila. And that. All right, fine. Gvaldik. Bottom line is, let me ask you a question. We had a Shaila, and the Shaila was, do you need skull and spine together to give off Tumah, or is it separate? Does it give off Tumah? We tried bring a Raya from these six cases of Rabbi Akiva and the Chachamim by saying, if it would be one, it needs to be one, because if it would be two, it's seven, and we just gave numerous different reasons why that's not true. The bottom line is, we're back to our question. The spine and the skull together give off Tumah, or individually? Should we go Toshma? Let's try to answer from here. Toshma, come on, let's try to go into Raizo. Beishama, Yomim Beishama, he says, right about Tzomim, Tzomim, if you have a quarter kav of bones that comes from various bones that give off Tumah, Oim Yishnayim, Oim Yishlaisha, even if it comes from two or, even if it's a two or three, right? even if it uh, comes from two or three, different parts. Ubisola and Bisola says, Raiva min agvia. Two or three different people? No, no, no. One person. Yeah, correct. Parts of the body. Ubisola and Bisola says, Raiva min agvia. You need a quarter kav min agvia. Gvia means the body structure. It has to come from the general structure of the body. May raiv ha binyan or may raiv ha minyan. Which means either most of the, uh, uh, of the skeletal part of the body or most of the bones of the body, which means you could have numerous small bones that don't add up to a majority of the structure, but it's still rive the bones, and most of the bone. So you have that. Amr Bishur, Bishur says, Yachalni, Lasais, Divrei Beishamai, I could do like the words of Beishamai, Vid Divrei Beishil, and the words of Beishil, I could follow 
both of their psukim, both of their psukim at the same time. Why? Shabishamir Mishamai says Mishnayim I Mishleisha I Mishnei Shakayim VeYarachecha. He says it could be from two or three different parts of the body, right? So what does to do with the different parts of the body? It could be from the what's the lower part of the leg, the calf? Yes. Okay, from the 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 bones. The ankle. What? Yeah, from the knee down. You know. Okay, to to the ankle. Um. Uh, and the thigh. So I have the thigh. Let's say I have two thigh bones and one leg bone. Okay? Since most of growth of a person comes from the... Uh, um, yeah, since most of a, a, a person grows from these bones. Okay? Since they grow from these bones, so now you have three bones... And they account for an important part of the skeletal structure. Basil, I mean, and Basil says, Menagvia. He says you need most of the skeletal frame. Which means either most of the frame, literally, or most of the bones, even if it's not majority of the frame. Since they're also going to include the, the small bones of the hands and the feet. Even if you have a bone from the spine or a bone from the skull. He says that even an individual uh, bone is going to give off Tomas oil. You don't need this minimum amount. You don't need this minimum amount. So Gemara says, well, let me tell you something. Shiny Shamai de Machmer. Shammai certainly is being machmir over here. And, you know, Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel, who were coming out later on, obviously were not having the conversation of a single bone uh, giving off Tumah. Their whole machlekes amongst the yeshivas uh, outside, of Shammai's, uh, outside of Shammai's opinion is completely different. It's completely different than what he's saying. So the Gemara is, a- the Gemara is asking, you can't look at Shammai's opinion and try to show, uh, and try to show me anything from that. So the Gemara explains, Lifshait Mina, we could explain it from the following time. Uh, what's the change? Time. Yeah, the base changes. Shiny Shamai de Machmer Tfei. Lifshat Mina, time of the Shamai de Machmer. Okay, so it was the, the uh, Hagoy Sabach gives a slight change over here. It says, let's answer from here. Time of the Shamai, the reason that Shamai uh, mentions a, you know, an individual bone, the Machmer, is because he wants to be Machmer. And he says that even if you have one bone of the spine or one bone of the skull, it's going to give off Tomas Oil. Holds that if you need both the Shedra and the Golgailas. What the Gemara wants to say here is fascinating. What the Gemara wants to say is that perhaps this Brisa is a proof that you need both the Shedra and the Golgailas. Maybe you need the spine and the skull. Because what's Shammai's whole opinion? What's his whole opinion? Originally, we said Shammai holds that even if you have a single bone, it's going to give off Tumah. Now, 
If a single bone goes off tumma, let me ask you a question. Is there any conversation about needing the spine and the skull? Mm-mm. Of course not. Right? Because that's not one bone. For sure not. So if you're going to say one bone, it's for sure not, not, not applying to both. The other opinions that we mentioned held that you something needs to be either complete or majority. So Gemara wants to possibly say that according to those other opinions, you need both. To which the Gemara answers, no, not necessarily. You don't have this, this last opinion of being so machmir cannot be a riot to prove what anybody else's opinion here is. The other, the other Tanayim's opinion. Gemara says, Loi, adkan let me explain something. This whole conversation is when you have a single bone that comes from the skull or the spine. But when you have the skull and the spine, even one of them will give off Toma. Okay? Period. Rami Bar Chama asked a question searching for information. Let's just uh, get to the bottom here. What if you have a quarter cup of bones from both? Which we consider more machmir. Or maybe there's no difference. Gemara wants to ask like this: We know that the spine and the skull, which are integral bones of the body, we're more machmir on. We give more opportunity for tuma from these bones than the other bones. There's a new shaila, okay? But we know there's more opportunity for tuma from the spine and from the skull than other bones. So we want to know. Perhaps if I look at the bones of the spine and the skull. They could give off tumma at a lesser amount than other bones. Meaning, I could make the yeah, because the more chashim, maybe I can make a hierarchy in how many bones are needed to give off tumma. The bones that are less necessary, a calf bone, you need more bones to give off tumma. But the bones of a spine and a skull, maybe you need less because it's more sensitive to, to tumma. That's the shaila. So I'm a rubber. Rubber says Tashmaka, but listen, Hashem's the spine and the skull um, give off uh, give off tumma. Okay. If you're going to think that we should be more machmir, he should have said specifically a quarter kav that comes from the shedra. Since he just says very simply that there's a, that uh, the spine and the skull give off tumma, and it doesn't show me any nafkamina, we learn from over here is that there's um, there's no difference. Not going to be a difference between the spine. And it won't be different between the spine and the skull. That was after he learned the halacha and the retraction of Rabbi Akiva. Okay. You know what? We'll pick it up from the bottom of Nun Beis on Beis. We're starting Nuncha now. So we'll pick up the bottom of Bez Hashem. Uh, we'll restart from Boy Rav Yirmiya. Let's ask, we'll, we'll restart the question about whether there's different madrigas between the uh, spine, skull, versus other bones. We'll give a little introduction and we'll, we'll pick up from Bez Hashem, Boy Rav Yirmiya, tomorrow morning, Erev Shabbos. All right, Zayga Bench, see everybody in Mecha.